From Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Day 5 of the West Bay West MP William McKeever Bush's trial continues. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks has more. The second victim in the prosecution's case against former Premier and House Speaker William McKeever Bush gave testimony today. On Thursday, the jury saw the interview footage recorded of the second victim with the RCIPS. In the footage, the victim told the interviewer that she was uncomfortable when she realized what Mr. Bush had done. In the footage, she describes the kiss as odd and creepy and said when speaking to others at the event, it was observed that Mr. Bush was intoxicated. She described the bite mark left by Mr. Bush as incredulous and, quote, the most bizarre thing to ever happen to me. She told the interviewer that while she thought Mr. Bush's action was inappropriate, she was not sure if it was a crime to be, quote, a drunk old man. The complainant told the interviewer that she was not sure if she should make a formal complaint and asked herself, should I say something? She also described that during the altercation with Mr. Bush, she tried not to do anything that Mr. Bush would consider as defensive and said, you do what you have to do in an awkward situation. Throughout the interview, the victim spoke highly of Mr. Bush and said that despite his colored past with the law, Mr. Bush was a skilled and intelligent legislator. She said Mr. Bush is the only politician she knows that can take a nap and take notes at the same time. She said she had known Mr. Bush since childhood and maintained a professional working relationship with him. During her live testimony on Friday, the second victim elaborated that while she felt Mr. Bush's actions were disgusting and creepy, she did not feel he intended any harm and as a result was not interested in proceeding with a criminal investigation. She told the jury that rather than providing a statement to the police, the police approached her and asked her for a statement, noting that they were interested in investigating. The victim said she spoke to her superiors and she felt the need to make an official statement as she believed they were outside influences with their, quote, own agendas, creating their own narratives. So as a means to set the record straight about what she experienced and recalled, she agreed to give a statement to the police. The jury also heard on Friday from the husband of the first victim who spoke to when he learned of the issue, what his response was, and what steps he took. The husband told the jury that he wasn't aware of what took place till after the CTO event as it began to make its rounds on social media. He said he contacted his wife who was staying at the Ritz-Carlton that night for work. He said the following day he collected her from the Ritz and took her home and says that for the preceding days his wife was uncomfortable. The husband testified that the morning after the incident he contacted Mr. Bush to let him know his behavior was unacceptable and said Mr. Bush responded by asking, What did I do that was disrespectful to your wife? Tell me now. The jury also heard testimony from an investigating police officer familiar with the matter, with cross-examination expected to continue. Next week, Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. The Cayman Islands has been elected to assume the presidency of the United Kingdom Overseas Territories Association following its annual general meeting held earlier this week. Cayman will take over from the Falkland Islands. For almost 30 years, Yukota has ensured that the overseas territories, regardless of their size, have an equal voice and that their interests are represented in the United Kingdom. The UK Overseas Territories Association has successfully advocated for several key achievements, including securing full British citizenship of the people of the overseas territories, facilitating visa-free entry to Europe, and establishing home fee status for overseas territory students studying in the United Kingdom. 
The Cayman Islands government is expected to present several bills at the third meeting of the 2023-2024 parliamentary session, which will commence on Monday, February 26, 2024, at 10 a.m. These include bills that were deferred from the last meeting of the House of Parliament, namely the Consumer Protection and Guarantees Bill 2023, Civil Proceedings Closed Material Procedures Bill 2023, and the Merchant Shipping Bill 2023, in addition to the Local Companies Control Amendment Bill 2023, which was gazetted on December 15, 2023. Members of the public can tune into the proceedings live via the CIGTV YouTube channel and Radio Cayman. They can also view the proceedings from the public gallery at the House of Parliament after signing in with security. We have built a formidable cybersecurity capability. An attempted cyber attack on Friday into government's system is stopped in its tracks. Our AI-based systems detected an intrusion into our systems and we were alerted and we took prompt action to halt, block and thwart that cyber attack attempt. Our prompt response meant that no government systems were compromised. Head of Government's Cybersecurity Office Pamela Green tells CIGTV police are working with global law enforcement partner agencies in the UK and the US to track down those responsible. Government has since engaged Deloitte to perform an independent review and assessment of the security event. That review is ongoing. Director of Risk Advisory Wayne Green. The scope of the Deloitte services followed industry practice and it included Deloitte assisting the Cayman Islands government with cyber incident response activity in relation to the event. While Deloitte's support is still ongoing, we have found no evidence to date of data exfiltration of Cayman Islands government data. To educate yourself on cybersecurity best practices, you can head to gov.ky forward slash cybersafe. Representatives from the Resilient, Sustainable Energy and Marine Biodiversity Program toured Parliament on Wednesday as part of their week-long visit to Cayman. Here's CIGTV's Simon Boxall. The tour was conducted by parliamentary staff and senior team members within the Ministry of Sustainability and Climate Resiliency. The ministry received a grant of more than 1.2 million euros in 2022 to improve energy efficiency in public sector buildings and government-built affordable homes. The Parliament building is one of 13 public sector buildings recently audited for energy efficiency improvements. Of the 13 public sector buildings that underwent the energy audit, three will receive energy efficiency upgrades. The ministry hopes to conduct these upgrades by the end of 2024. The clock is ticking to participate in a regional nutritional study designed to take a closer look at diets in the Caribbean. CIGTV's Takia Smith reports. The Ministry of Health and Wellness, in partnership with Newcastle University, is in its final phases of its United Kingdom Overseas Territories Nutrition Survey. Registered dietitian and doctoral candidate, Mrs. Hannah Jones, is conducting research on the dietary habits of residents in Bermuda, the Cayman Islands, the Falkland Islands, Gibraltar, and Turks and Caicos, in order to better understand the unique and diverse dietary practices and needs of the selected territories. As the survey comes to a close, registered participants based in the Cayman Islands are being encouraged to complete and submit their diaries ahead of the deadline next Monday. National epidemiologist Mrs. Rachel Corbett explained more about the survey and the importance of Cayman's inclusion. So this is a survey that's happening across five different British overseas territories. It's being led by 
a researcher who's also a dietitian who's based in Bermuda, but she's doing her PhD with the University of Newcastle. This is an information that we have readily available at the moment. We are aware of some information from um, different practices on the island, but we're really looking to get a better understanding of local eating um, and local diets. And this will be used to inform um, steps that we do take going forwards for different interventions um, and really considering how we can provide helpful nutrition advice, which is relevant to the Cayman Islands and to local culture and local diets here. Nutrition surveys can be accessed by visiting gov.ky slash health hyphen wellness and the survey is open to residents ages 14 through 49. The survey is live and will run until Monday 26th of February 2024. Questions about the surveys can be directed to Hannah Jones at h.jones19 at newcastle.ac.uk. On Saturday night, Cayman Arts Festival has famed trumpeter Rodney Marsalis joining the Bach Ario soloist for a concert at the Cayman Islands Baptist Church on Pedro Castle Road in Savannah starting at 7 p.m. For more information about the Cayman Arts Festival events or to purchase tickets, visit caymanartsfestival.com. And that's your evening news for Radio Cayman. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.